see revenue your city Live and direct, cause he always come correct yeah. But he does an interview and makes the streets so connect He stimulates the brain, the emotional device And he smash like the Hulk when he claps you with advice It's all about the news when he drops in beats mode So pay close attention, shit's about to explode Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Atomic Nerd with me, Ephraim <laughs> Guzman, along with my longtime heterosexual life mate, Nerd Soul. <laughs> What's going on? Yo, man, chilling, chilling. Nothing much, you know what I'm saying? Just ready to talk about uh, a very interesting year. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You was right. You was like, you know what? We got one more before 2020. So this is like our year in review, the highs and lows of 2020. So, wow. You know what I'm saying? That's like you said, it's been a crazy year um, political wise, movie wise, living the world wise, COVID wise. You know, there's so much things that's been going on. And um, man, like it's <laughs> it's 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 a plethora of everything that's going on from you you know you think about it like 2019 we're like oh 2020 it's gonna be crazy and you know who would have ever predicted all the things that we had from donald trump to COVID 19 to quarantine to social distancing to mask wearing to masks that are like the jordans to like different types of stuff that is going on it's crazy mike man what's your take on all that my take is that you know there's a lot of people that probably should have paid attention that didn't pay attention and that we're going to yeah. be, we're going to be in this for a little bit longer. <laughs> we're going to be on this for much longer, but you're right. It's, we've had that. We've had a whole bunch of stuff in music, movies have been, you know, the way streaming is going now, yeah. there's a lot to get into. So um, I guess on the COVID, on the COVID side, you know what I'm saying? Super early yeah. in the year, well, super early in the year, we lost we lost Kobe. You know what I'm saying? We lost Kobe. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that was devastating because that was, and excuse me if I misspeak, but I believe that was six people that passed. I believe it was six people. So that's a that is a extremely tough blow for multiple families, you know what I'm saying? And then and then even extended families, you know, like cousins and aunts or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So that was a huge toll, like a huge toll um, on people in general. And I mean, especially from a, a player that was generally well-liked um, on and off the court. Um, you know, of course, Kobe had this stuff with him as far as a player. Um, but even after even after his, you know, gameplay, you know, just seeing him like on the court, uh, with Gigi and stuff and seeing them like courtside and then seeing what he was doing as far as media too. Um, oh, and excuse me, it was it was nine people, excuse me. So nine people passed. Um, so just seeing, you know, him on court, seeing him, you know, kind of like passing on the torch as far as media with the, uh, with the uh, short film that he did, the animated short film, and passing on the torch kind of like literally with his legacy with his family was just like, you know, you you didn't know what was next for him. It was like so great, and to lose someone that young, it was just it it was devastating to a lot of people. Um, so that's something that like really, I know I know that really hit, and it seems so long ago because so much crazy stuff has happened this year that it seems like <laughs> it happened last year, but it actually happened this year, 
And but go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was gonna say like twenty twenty. You're right. Like I think it it was it felt like ten lifetimes almost because <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. But was that you know? I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I from the start of his death was that really the first celebrity death of twenty twenty or was I that believe maybe because okay. Let's see, before that, we had that that was huge. Um, yeah. And then on the kind of on the streaming, uh, I guess you get, could say content creator side, you had the huge shakeup at Collider at the very beginning yeah. of the year, um, which kind of surprised and didn't surprise me. But it would, you know, for the most part, it was like, yo, hold up, what? Like, there. Not gonna be doing is is this one of those things where you something's there so long you kind of just expect it to be there? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's another shakeup that was early this year before we really got into the corona the corona timeline because uh, <laughs> we we honestly didn't hear about coronavirus until maybe like late January. And that whole thing with Collider was like like the second or third of the month. Um, wow! I didn't even realize that. Yeah, it was it was super early, so yeah, you know it. it that was crazy, um, and it kind of shook up a lot of things where people were like, "Oh, well, okay, well, what do we do now?" And we saw, you know, a lot of them either kind of like click up and do other other projects together, or you know, go on solo missions. Um, and it was interesting for a time. So that that definitely changed a lot but of course that covid boy that covid hit and tell me for you when did you when did you know it was real for you okay i'll tell you this um i was at my um well, i should say second shift job working and i heard about covid and um i had an alert on my phone well i wasn't really an alert i, I should say but i was just looking to like tmz whatnot and then the first person i Called getting COVID was Tom Hanks. I was like, Tom Hanks, what? Oh, like, no yeah, way. I forgot you Tom know? Hanks did get that like mad early in the cut. Yeah. And then I was just telling a friend of mine, like, yo, Tom Hanks got COVID because, you know, everybody was like, oh, this is like a fake disease, it's a fake virus, whatever. This is not real and stuff. Yeah. Cause there was then, a lot of hoax stuff mad early. Yeah. You know, so like it kind of hit home. I was like, not that he's a relative of mine or a family member of mine, but it's just like somebody you watch in mainstream movies has COVID. Him, I think him and his wife were sequestered, right? Were they in Australia or something? I don't know. I yeah, where I they think were they at. were trying to fly back from Australia or something, and he had, yeah. he had to stay until they were you know quarantined out or whatever. Yeah, so that was like the first I heard of it. I was just like, oh shit! So I guess this shit is real, you know? Like, like I, I was kind of like kind of surprised. I remember hearing about it and being like, I don't know, man, it, it might not be good because I remember they they started talking about it on the news that was coming over from China, and there were a couple mm-hmm. of doctors there that you know were trying to report on it, but you know we we didn't hear anything else. They tried to report it that they they were jailed or they were like they disappeared or whatever. And it was just weird. And then you started seeing people saying, oh, well, they have COVID over here in the U.S. And I was like, all right, man, maybe maybe it's about time to, you know, start protecting yourself. Like, I was just thinking, you know, like, personally, like, maybe it's about that time. And when it really got real is when they shut, when they, when they shut down the NBA. They yeah. shut down the whole oh, yeah. NBA. I was like, yeah. yeah, this is, yeah, this is, this ain't no joke. Like, 
if a, like a billion dollar company says we've got to shut down even for like a small period of time, yeah. it's probably important that you take notice. Uh, so when that happened, I remember like being at my job, being like, all right, cool. I'm going to work from home from now on. Cause um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I ain't playing no games. I, you know what I'm saying? I got a three-year-old at home. I got a wife at home. I'm not trying to get them sick. I don't need, you know, I don't need that. Uh, but yeah, once the NBA shut down, I was like, oh, okay. This seems like it might be real. And that's, that's when I was like, all right, cool. Let me, let me go and tighten up, go home, stay home. Unfortunately, other people did not do what I did, but I also understand that other people can't work from home. But on top of that, most of the people that I have an issue with it's not that they're working. It's not that they're going to work. <laughs> These are people that are going to the club, going to like movie theaters. <laughs> That's a whole yeah. other thing. <laughs> yeah. I know, but after, after the NBA, the NBA set the standard. Did it like other, like who, who followed after that? Like what other sports? Because there was um, other sports that followed after, right? I can't remember. I know the NBA, uh, NFL was already out. So yeah. they didn't have to do anything. Um, the baseball? Baseball still? Because they were getting ready for the, for the playoffs. Well, the NBA was getting ready for the playoffs. So I'm trying to remember. Was MLB in session at that time? I can't, I can't remember. But I remember, I remember like the bubble league being like the smartest thing. Because I don't even remember. I was like, well... I remember thinking, because everybody was like, oh, well, what are we going to do about sports? And I'm like, well, dude, it's a life-threatening disease. Who cares about sports? Yeah. But then I was like, if you want to do sports, if you can get everybody to play at, like, one stadium, and then, of course, that's basically what the NBA did. The only thing is, yeah. when it comes to something like football, teams and team staffs are so large as compared to basketball, because you're, like... On basketball, you're talking about a full team is about 12 to 13 people. Um, but then in football, you're, you're talking about, I mean, once you get, you know, offense, defense, special teams, you know what I'm saying, second stringers, all, you're, you're talking, you can easily be talking about like 20-something folks. So, and then that's before you get staff, you know what I'm saying, like trainers and, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, uh, physical therapy people and, and coaches and defensive coaches and, you know what I'm saying, assistant coaches, it's a lot. And so NBA was probably the best league to do it. If I was, if I was the NFL, I would have either just called this season a wash because we've seen how we've seen how the NFL has done as opposed to the NBA. But of course it's a much different situation. What I yeah. would have done with the NFL is probably either watch this season or find two stadiums that are super close and be like, I like these are these are the two plays the AFL will, you know, saying the the um the AFC will play here and the NFC will play here, and that's it. And I would have tried to do something like a, a bubble-ish league. But we've seen how the the NFL situation has played out and has not been as uh, COVID regulated as it could be. <laughs> That's so true, man. It's just like, it seems like, you know, it was 
January, like January, February, March. It's and then now we're like going. By the time people probably hear this, we're going into the new year. So yeah. it's just we've been we had a crazy whirlwind that's been going on, especially with sports wrestling. I know you're not a big on wrestling, but wrestling still kept wrestling. They just wrestled at like their main, um, the performance center and then AEW wrestles at Daly's place in Florida. So like they're just been doing like, um, like the virtual things. They have like, computer oh, so, like screens no, uh, so like no, um, no attendees, but still have the wrestlers there. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, like, right, the so wrestlers, that's, that's, you know, that, that's smart. That's about the best way you can do it. Then you only have to worry about yeah. your, athletes that are playing or, or wrestling yeah yeah exactly and now they have this thing in wwe called the thunderdome where where the audience sits at is all computer screens and you see people in the computer ah. screens watching wrestling <laughs> so and then it's like you have fake applauses fake laughs but it's you know and, and every company is different and then aew which is another company they'll have like 50 people 60 people there watch you know live social distancing but like a little pexi glass you know so uh, like yeah. little by little things are sort of improving but i think that's kind of ingenious though because you know you have computer screens of people watching it which is kind of different kind of gives the feel that is an audience but it's computer screens with people's faces so it's just there's there's ways of getting around it you know yeah and there's other wrestling companies that has no audience so it's just it's it's a different way of life now so like somebody who's young and is watching tv like imagine being a person who grew up in the COVID era where you're watching sporting events or any type of events where this is happening and like, like nobody's in the stadium or something like that yeah yeah imagine like no baseball you know like without people it's just it's it's, it's different like, i just don't know what's gonna happen in 2021 like i wonder how things are gonna affect it now with the supposed vaccines i don't, I don't know when you know there's a vaccine i think but when will it be distributed worldwide and you know side effects and whatnot like, yeah like you what, know, would be the, it, what could it, be the fallout and all that so yeah, would it would it be like a flu shot where they're going to change? Is is it going to be a different strain? You're going to get you know how the flu shot. There's a different strain every year. You get a different yeah, shot. True. Is it going to be like that with COVID? Like it's just a different different atmosphere, a different world. Yeah, and another you know speaking about like how people are getting real. I guess you could say, you know, you know, real technical and how they're pulling off their productions. I mean, that's been going on. Or, you know, on the, I guess you could say nine to five work end as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at how Zoom yeah. took off. Like, Zoom took off. I mean, we're doing this on Zoom. Like, Zoom yeah. took off um, in, in the matter of weeks just because of its ease of use. And sure. you have people, uh, I remember seeing a meme early on um, talking about all the jobs that pretend like you can't do your job at home are now having you do your job at home. And it's true because there's a, there's a lot of, well, to a certain degree, there's a lot of traditional mindsets in the workplace that are like, I want people here at the building. And it's like, well, they don't have to be here. And I think what's going to end up happening on, uh, you know, like an office side is you're going to see places that used to have 10,000 square feet realize that you know what we really only need three thousand you know what i'm saying it's like because x amount of people can actually work from home 
and you know we'll have them come in once a month for a meeting and that's it or you know what I'm saying or they don't ever have they can Skype in or zoom in or whatever or you know what I'm saying because I know Microsoft Teams took over Skype so technically Microsoft Teams but it's it's the same thing it's like, <laughs> yeah even though it's supposed to be more secure I will give them that that that's what they said so I I, I guess <laughs> I'll agree with it for now but you know you have a lot of people that are able to work from home and that might affect office size and office space, like how much is available, you know, in the coming future, you know, in the coming two to five years, people might be like, well, you know what, we don't need 20, 30,000 square feet. You know, it's like, we we don't need that. We actually only need like 10,000 square feet because X amount of workers can do it from home and they never have to be here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And speaking speaking personally for me, like for like divorce court, wow. yeah, everything you, it, it was is virtual court, and I did not wow. have to spend go to court not once. Everything was virtual over the phone. It was Zoom too, like you just said, Zoom. Also, people like my girlfriend who is a financial advocate at a hospital. She works from home. She has a computer from home. Any work-related stuff that you have a computer, you could do it from home. She goes into the office once a week, but she works from home. So it's just like it, everything has changed. Yeah. And like, it, it depends. So like, if you work at a factory job, yeah, you, you know, they, yeah, you got, you got to be there. If you're doing production or whatnot, where you like building stuff, you got to be there. But at a time for a period, I was off work for a while because someone was exposed to COVID. So they had mm-hmm. to like, you know, basically clean house in there and then we're gone for a few months to come back. But like, I've never experienced anything like this in my lifetime. You know, I'm sure yeah, like a lot of people are the same ways, you know? So it's just like, wow. Like, you know, like, Remember how we were talking about it before? People were going crazy for hand sanitizer and toilet paper. <laughs> you couldn't even find that anywhere, you know? Yeah, and I don't know. It, still to this day, the toilet paper thing is, I mean, I guess I get it, but, I yeah. mean, people were fighting over it, yo. Like, this, it, yeah. it was a thing. Like, for the yeah. first couple of weeks, like, in the grocery store, it was it was a real thing out there. Like, you know, like, you go out there, you'd be like, yo, it's actually empty. And there's really nothing here. And I think a lot of people realized how close the U.S. in general was to something like, you know, like, you know, a po- like post-apocalyptic kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? True. Because the thing is, a lot of times when you, you know, you're like, oh, that'll never happen. This and the third It's like, nah, it can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And look, I don't know how is it in Cali, but. The Walmarts here are not 24 hours anymore. They close at 10 o'clock. Yeah, you know, a so. lot of things have started to close earlier. They have weirder hours. Or, you know, of course, they, they only let a certain amount of people in the store at one time. Like, there's a whole bunch yep. of stuff that has changed, you know, yeah. to try to slow, you know, hopefully slow the, the, the virus down and the infection rate down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing is a constant over here by me is the McDonald's is 24 hours still, but <laughs> um, Walmart is, is closed. They close at 10 now. Like they were closing at 11 o'clock the latest during the Christmas holidays, but now they close at 10 o'clock. You know, it's not 24 hours anymore. I think COVID changed that. COVID changed a lot of things on the business front and, 
you know, with people who are working from home, like yourself, you're working from home now, you said. So, like, you know, imagine saving gas money and, you know, other things are, you know, you're adapting to a new style, you know, and yeah. shopping, you know, it's it's crazy. Like, going to, you have to wear a mask when you shop and go anywhere. You have to wear a mask. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's, it's, you know, it's like you're trying to, you know, you're trying to be like, hey, guys, this stuff is crazy. There's mad people getting infected. The infection rates are going up. And, you know, then it's, you know, you hear from medical professionals saying like, hey, if y'all would just wear the mask, <laughs> but then there's a fight, there's a big fight over masks. Some of it is political. Some of it is emotional. But bottom line, there's still a fact. There's, there's a fight over masks. So since there's a fight over masks, you know, now you have an issue where people are, you know, either getting together with their families over the holidays and that, you know, those holiday get togethers are spiking, you know what I'm saying? And there's really nothing you can do besides, you know, just try to slow it down. And it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting time in, in this nation's history to see that, yeah, people are definitely not going to try to look out for the whole. Um, for for like for the government side, where you see other governments literally paid people to stay home, they were like, "Look, you ain't have to go to work. We'll pay you stay home." And then you saw their infection rates dwindle, and they don't have the amount of deaths. And then you look over here, and they're like, ha, ha, "Y'all can get twelve hundred dollars." All right, cool. When's the next time we go and get money? We all know. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so, you know, you have people that are like, well, if the government's not going to pay us to stay at home and, and help, you know, help keep this under wraps, I have to figure out a way to go to work. Well, of course, if you're going to work, that means that you're out and that your ability to be infected is higher than if you were staying home. Because, you know, you're not going to have the mask on 24-7. You might take it off to get something to drink. You might take it off to, you know, maybe if you're trying to hear someone and you can't understand them fully through the mask. You know, there's all kinds of reasons that you might take it off, even for a few seconds, that, you know, it, it's not like it, it's not like viruses have a, a time limit to, you know, get inside of your, inside of your, your nostrils or your lungs or whatever. So, you know, you have people that are like, yo, I got to go to work. And this is not talking about the, you know, like the people that are just out to be out. But, you know, you have people that are like, yo, I got to go to work. The government isn't doing anything for us. Even though we all pay into the government, the government is not paying into us when we need it. So, you know, you have that issue going on. And it's like, what can you do? You know what I'm saying? You just got to try to deal with it. Now, of course, there is the other side of like, you know, folks just like being reckless, you know what I'm saying? Like people like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm going to get some groceries and I'm not going to wear a mask because, you know, I'm just, I'm just anti and I'm, I'm going to make a scene or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But besides that, <laughs> besides that, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd like to think that most people are trying their best to stay safe. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, yeah. I, I like to say that. I don't know if it's true, 
but I'd like to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy though, because it's like, like you said, like, you know, you go to places that wear masks, but you could go, when you go to a bar, you don't wear a mask. And then, you know, how, how social distancing in a bar is happening. That's those rules never like, it doesn't like, it doesn't make any sense. And then there's people who go to the gyms. Like, I guess they wear a mask, but come on, you're going to pull down your mask when you're breathing and stuff. So it's like, it kind of not makes sense. And there's certain movie theaters that are open, you know, I think they, like then for the holiday they played like three movies, I believe, in the movie theaters, and you know, I don't, I don't think everybody went to the movies. Like, you know, Wonder Woman came out Christmas Day with HBO Max, but I'm sure a lot of people stood home and watched Wonder Woman on HBO Max. Yeah, and you could watch it in the comfort of your own home, and like, let's get into that. Movies, everything's changed. Streaming, like, um, Warner Brothers set the pace, set the tone for all their movies going digitally. And and I believe in the theaters of like certain theaters are open, but I think Christmas Day was the test for Wonder Woman. So they showed it in the theaters, then they had it on streaming. I don't know. I didn't look at the analytics and see what made more or who went more, but I'm sure a lot of people streamed it more than going to the movies. Though, yeah, so. I know. As far as theaters, they've already fast tracked it for a third installment, saying that it's this movie made the most in theaters all year. Um, which wow. isn't really saying much, but I mean, yeah. it does say something. Um, <laughs> but <sighs> I, I think we need to go on and just realize that going to theaters, staying in enclosed spaces with multiple people with or without a mask is not a good idea. Like people that handle this stuff all the time have told us it's not a good idea. I don't know why we're trying to hold on to theaters for what it's, it's literally a health hazard, especially when you mm-hmm. can do it at home and you can see this at home. And like, the cool thing is with something like Warner brothers stepping out, maybe this will push other content providers to do the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, we're going to go in and release it because let's be for real. Theaters ain't really coming back for another, probably, I'd say, to come back to where they were making like a billion dollars in two weeks, man, bro, they might never come back because people might, people might, might never trust being in a space like that with that many people anymore due to COVID and what has fallen out from COVID or stuff that might fall out from COVID. Um, yeah. And to get that guaranteed money every month through a subscription, it's probably better for you anyway. Like, I mean, look, Netflix didn't get big for nothing. You know what I'm saying? That that subscription money probably good. So go ahead and get that subscription money and don't make us wait for movies that are already done. Because Warner Brothers is like, look, the movies are done. It'll come out. You know what I'm saying? It'll come out next year and it's all good. And I think that's the way of the future. I think many things have gone by the wayside due to um, convenience. Uh, just like yeah. delivery has changed due to convenience. Um, uh, buying music and sharing music has changed due to convenience. Did people think theaters would never, you think it won't, you think convenience wasn't coming for theaters? Like, I mean, let's think about it. Like, you know, there's a, like, you know, Blockbuster gone. Ain't nobody crying no tears for them. 
you know, like Tower Records is gone. Ain't nobody crying no tears for them. A whole lot of malls are gone. Ain't nobody crying no yeah. tears for them. But for some reason, like theaters, people are like, oh, well, you have to go to the theater. No, you had to go to the theater. But now that there's a pandemic and we have, let's be honest, nobody really knows when this will be over. Are we just going to sit on these movies forever? Warner Brothers is like, no, uh-uh. You're going to sit on these movies forever. The movies are done. We might as well make money off of them because we've already spent our money to make them. Yeah. So like, as a business decision, I understand it. And for anybody that's mad about it, especially on the, on the director side, I'm like, this is most, most especially talking about, um, what's her name? Christopher Nolan. I'm like, dude, yeah. you're a director, which means you're a contracted work for hire. You don't own the movie. So it doesn't matter what you it doesn't matter what you want to do with the movie. You don't own it. Warner Brothers yeah. owns it. They'll decide how they want to release it. Well, I'm saying, but how does this affect the contracts of actors who have to go promote the movie? And um, how do they get residuals when like it's not shown in theaters? Like, is there like a contract based on that? Like, you know, because like aren't don't aren't besides don't they make movies? depending how many people go see it in the theaters. Like, since there's not the theaters, how do they get that? How do they recoup that money from what they make? Like, I just, I don't understand the, like, the math of that and, like, what the contracts entails with the actors and whatnot. Well, every actor doesn't get residuals. Also, all these people pretending like they want to cry tears for, like, actors in these articles. I'd be like, man, stop it. Um, <laughs> trust me, their agents and, and lawyers will figure out some kind of way to, you know, work out, you know, extra money that will, you know, cover up for, you know, any back-end deals that they may or may not have had. But, you know, when people when people first started uh, bringing stuff like that up, I'm like, remember, every actor is not Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Every actor is not getting back-end deals. Like, your, your basic actor is not getting a back-end deal. So, like, like, ease up. And the actors that are big enough to get back-end deals... Ain't no need for you to be going to bat for them. They they cool. They they trust yeah. me. Trust me. As they cry into their hundred dollar <laughs> bills, they'll be fine. Um, but I'm sure yeah. their lawyers or agents will figure out some kind of way for them to make money off of you know streaming, like the amount of streams or the the amount of time something is streamed. Trust me, they'll they'll figure that out. You ain't got to worry about that. The only thing we need to worry about is whether they're gonna put it out so we can have it. And that's the most important yeah. part. I'm like, look, when we going to have it? When we yeah. going to get to see it? Like, yeah. stop holding it. There's no reason for you to hold it no more. Go in and give it to us so we can watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, go in and give it to us so we can watch it and everything will be all good. Aren't, aren't there the delays in, like, TV shows, like the CW shows with, like, the Supergirl, Black Lightning? Aren't there delays on that now? Yeah, because there's a cold Yeah, you got a whole lot, lot of production delays, too. So... We'll see how those play out and how those affect creative teams, because I'm sure there's a lot of people that aren't able to, like, sit and wait for, you know, for shows to come back for them to get money. So it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens to creative teams in general. I mean, like the, the writer's room, will that change? Will people leave, come back in or will they have nowhere to go? So will they be there anyway? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out as far as, you know, the TV shows go. I've seen a couple of TV shows that are out now, like um, like All Rise. 
All Rise is one that was kind of done during the pandemic. You can see people like wearing masks and stuff during the show. Um, but then you have a couple of shows that were like finished like right before, you know, like uh, like The Stand or stuff that had to take a break and then come back like Supernatural. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm sure everybody will figure out a way. I think right now the biggest example that we have is probably your boy Tom Cruise <laughs> out there uh, making Mission Impossible 7 or is it 8? 7. I think it's 7. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 which I'm excited for because the only bad Mission Impossible movie there is is Mission Impossible 2. Everything else has been on point. Like Mission yeah. Impossible yeah. was dope. 3, 4, 5, and 6 were crazy dope and increasing, increasingly dope. So I'm like, yo, any one of those movies, if somebody was like, yo, man, you want to watch Mission Impossible 3? I'd be like, yeah, all right, cool. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, it's a chore to watch this movie. Like, all those movies are incredible um so we know that this is big budget we know there's a lot of eyes on it so i am interested to see how this goes and to see if there's maybe like a documentary on how it was made you know or you know kind of like how they kept things safe especially since you know there was some people that weren't trying to keep it safe and had to get yelled at (laughs) um and the funny thing is like uh, let me know what you thought about how he how uh, how that went down because I'm I'm interested. I don't think we've talked offline about that take yet. How how you feel about your t- your boy Tom Cruise's his statements? Wow, I <laughs> I heard it and and, and I, I I read of why he said what he said. And hey, if he's putting the money into the movie for everybody there to work, hey, you know I think he had free reign to say what he had to say. There's probably a little bit of decorum if. You know, but I guess at that time where, you know, health is at risk and people are, are you know, are basically like they're setting the standard and, you know, want people not wanting to lose jobs. I could see why he went on the tirade, especially if he's putting money into it, you know, and, you know, from reading stuff, he put a lot of money into it. So it's just like, you know, it's just a simple thing. Wear a mask. That's it. And if you're working on something that's, you know, a big budget you know, like that, and you have a job and you're, you're responsible for other people. Yeah. Like, you know, just do, do the thing, wear a mask, you yeah. know, take it off when you go to the bathroom. Cause he's not a little bit. Yeah. He's not only, he's not only an actor, he's also a producer. That means he's a boss on yeah. the show. And you best mm-hmm. believe if that set becomes a super spreader event, the article is going to say, Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible sparks super mm-hmm. spreader event. You know, like you know how people they always try to get the biggest name in the headline. Like Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible Seven. Where did it go wrong? Like you know, you know, you know how those articles are. So it's like, and he won't even be the one that did it. So I mean, yo, look, I understand. He probably bought all kinds of hand sanitizer, all kinds of masks, gloves, all kinds mm. of stuff paid probably extra insurance to actually be able to produce at this time of a pandemic, you know, got to pay for, you know, people to come in take temperatures and take tests and retests and tests and all quarantine and all that. And then y'all out there being funny. So it's like, I shouldn't have to tell grown people to do right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, look, they deserved it. And he should have fired them on the spot. Um, yeah. but, but, but that's how I felt about it. I'm like, look, fire him, get him out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, get get him out. I of know, here. like, 
I know the thing is, you know, you heard about Batman, like they stopped production because of COVID. You know, yeah. like you heard about other oh, the Witcher, I think they stopped, but I think Henry Henry Cavill got hurt or something like that. But yeah, Henry Cavill like did get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's a lot of is notice like there hasn't really been any new updated shows. I know I think you, which is a Netflix show, is back in production. There's a lot of other shows. I, I don't know Ozark is but it's not back in production yet, but there's a lot of shows that are I don't know, like, we're, are we going to get any new TV content coming soon? Like, I have no idea. Like, I haven't heard anything about 2021 where, uh, you know, you get a 13-episode order or this is done. Like, I haven't heard anything, to be honest. Have you? Nah, I haven't heard nothing on that end. I know one show that I was super excited about got canceled due to just production issues and not being able to produce during the pandemic, which was Queen Sono. I really liked that show. I really dug it. It was on it was on Netflix, and I was like, "Yo, I can't wait to see how season two plays out." And unfortunately, you know, I guess either like halting production or waiting for production probably, you know, cost too money too much money, or you know, was uh, like affecting people too too much financial wise or financially. Then you know, they just had to move on from it. I guess. But I was super hyped on what would happen in season two. You know what I'm saying? You had, you know, a very different look at like espionage and the and the genre and also where it was, where it was based. So I was just like super excited about that. And unfortunately it caught an L. Um, so you know, there's been some shows that have, you know, gone and we'll we'll just see if they ever come back at all. Um, because shows, you know, do, I mean, they do come back. So we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's just like I haven't heard anything like, all right, this show is completed, like, or we're down to, like, I think they're, aren't they filming, like, Supergirl as we speak? Or, like, aren't they filming, like, are they some episodes they're already done? I'm not really sure. Now that, because they usually, oh, go they, ahead. No, I was going to say, because usually they film it, they're on break for, like, the Christmas break, and then I think they come back in January, I believe, but I'm not even, I haven't heard anything about filming or, you know, I, like, I know, like, Superman was filming, right, before the pandemic, or, like, no, during the pandemic, right, that they, stood, like, I think how many episodes in cans they have with Superman, and, and what is it, Superman and Lois, the name of the show? Uh, yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's Lois and Clark, well, no, not Lois and Clark, oh, Lois and Superman Clark? and Lois or something like that, yeah, it's not Lois and Clark, but I know it's like, something like Superman yeah. and Lois or something like that. I, yeah. Uh, honestly, I, and I know this, this, a lot of people might be like, what? I only watch Black Lightning now, yeah. The first two uh-huh. seasons of The Flash, gold. First two seasons of Arrow, yeah. gold. And after that, they yeah. started kind of, they started waning for me. And yeah. to the point where I'm like, I just don't care about these guys anymore. Supergirl's first season was Flames. And then the second yeah. season, I was like, yo, what is what is going on right now? Like, what? Like, <laughs> I felt like she she wasn't fighting anyone that I thought was on her level. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, she's Supergirl. Let's see some like crazy fights, like some strong people. She she got some strong people she can fight against, and nothing happened. And she did. Was it season three? I think they brought in some people that could fight against her, but then yeah. they kind of like pulled punches. Where it's like you saw a fight every now and then. And I was just like, nah, I'm cool. I'm out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you think? Do you think the reason this is Supergirl's last season is because we got Superman on TV? Mm. See, honestly, I don't know. I, to me, it seems like it would be a great opportunity to have them both run or do something where, you know, she kind of like ends up on his show every now and then, kind of like he was on yeah. hers. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause I assumed, I assumed the show was going well. Like people were, um, what was the other show? Batwoman. A lot of people were saying that Batwoman was doing well. So I assume, you know, even though that I'm not watching them, I assume like millions of other people are watching them. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it was going well, so I don't see any reason to can it. I'm like, yo, if you got a super, maybe they thought it was, I don't know, maybe they thought it was like too much super ish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but think about it like this you have the two of the most, like, they're both basically have the same power. So you basically got the same person one's a woman and one's a man, it's yeah. basically the same person. So, like, you know, the, plus they were giving, like, Supergirl, Superman's villains, basically. Like, yeah, they were, they like... Were, they were kind of... You know, like, even though Supergirl does have some of her own villains, but for the most part, they were giving her Superman's villains. Just like they did with Green Arrow. Yeah. Or, I mean, with Arrow, they were giving them Batman's villains. Batman villains, yeah. So, it was like, you know, what's the point of having Supergirl when we got Superman on TV? And we could, you know, we could just use him. But I don't, like, I don't know behind the scenes of it, but it just seems kind of like... You know, like like you, since Arrow's finished, like you figure they would have Supergirl and Flash, you know, have the lead-ins. But like this is going to be the last season of Supergirl, and then now you're just going to have Flash, Black Lightning, Star Girl, and um, what's the other show? Oh, Legends of Tomorrow. So I think that's yeah, pretty, and that yeah. one. So man, that's tough. I, I don't know. It does seem weird, especially since. From what I see online, it seems like everybody's, well, not everybody, but the the general people that talk about it on Facebook and Twitter are pleased with the uh, CW DC universe. So yeah. to get rid of a show, maybe it's just money issues or maybe like the, the cast is kind of like, oh, okay, we're ready to move on kind of thing. Maybe that's it. Um, yeah. Because it seems like, well, if everybody's happy, then, you know, keep, Keep making it. Um, yeah. But uh, let's see what else. COVID. Uh, we had, uh, the, I'd say 2020 was the year of the exposed celebrity. Um, <laughs> and I guess. Details, details. What do you mean? <laughs> and I guess, uh, I guess we can. Yeah, I, I definitely want to hit on this before we leave. All right. So the this year, there have been. Yeah. Celebrities that have been, of course, in their homes, they haven't had much to do. And since they haven't had their teams with them and, you know, like uh, beauticians and makeup people and trainers and whatever, and all these people that help, you know, like the, the uh, uh, costuming people and the garments or whatever, like they, we've seen a lot of the shine come off of celebrity and from making dumb statements yeah. To going out, most of it, you know, making dumb statements and going out just looking bad and, <laughs> and making videos that don't really connect in a way that you thought they would or should connect. 
um, has or making statements has left them looking pretty corny. Like uh, the the video that Gal Gadot did with a lot of actors and actresses, uh, kind of like singing different parts of songs. That was kind of corny. Uh, <laughs> Terry Crews came out looking real corny this year. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, um, you had stuff with, um, what is this boy's name? Uh, can't think of his, uh, Meg The Stallion and um, uh, that Tory Lanez and the, all that kind of goofiness going on. So you had a lot of celebrities. You had um, Vanessa Hudgens kind of saying dumb stuff about COVID. And so, you, you know, you had a lot of celebrities where the shine kind of came off this year. And I think, yeah. you know, even, even people that usually worship the ground that um, Kanye walks on, they kind of, you know, they kind of eased up from your boy Kanye this year. And also his <laughs> wife, Kim Kardashian, you know, when she went out and had that birthday party, a lot of people were like, hey, you know, we're not pleased. So yeah. between that um, and, you know, a whole bunch of other dumb stuff, celebrities have, or the or celebrity has kind of taken an L. Yeah. But then you also yeah. have stuff like, you know, what is it, Logan Paul with the boxing or whatever? Or is it Jake? Is it Jake Paul? Yeah, Logan. No, Logan Paul. Uh, Logan. So Logan Paul yeah. with the boxing, where it seems like since he's built his brand on kind of negative press, nothing really stands in his way. And he's continued to be able to kind of make money and garner attention in this in this kind of corona timeline for himself. Um, so you do have that as well. Um, but for the most part, you know. They they they've stepped into some problems on the uh, on the celebrity side. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We also forget too. It wasn't this is the last? Well, did they, they make the announcement like keep it up with the Kardashians is done? Right? Oh like, yeah, that, I think they did say they were doing just one more season and that's it. Yeah. So that's also I don't know. It has I don't know if that's any because of COVID related, but that's kind of like they've been on for so long on E, and that's like their big watched, you know. That's their moneymaker, I think, on E. So yeah. like, for them to be gone, you know, wow. You know, they're like the last remnants of reality television besides like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. But you got Keeping Up With The Kardashians are, are going to be done. Yeah, because after, I think, Keeping Up With The Kardashians is on E. All the Housewives shows are on Bravo. Um, yeah. So E is going to need, E's going to need a new show. They're going to need, you know, I mean, they got the Bachelor stuff, I guess. Or as Bachelor or yeah. something else. I don't know what else Bachelor is on or whatever. But they're going to need something to try to get some views in. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all of this stuff is... All of this stuff is truly... Truly changing, you know, our perception, our world, you know, in the real and in the kind of, like, in the, in the fake online as well. You know what I'm saying? Because regardless of how you feel about you know, coronavirus or COVID or whatever, its effects on society are real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this has yeah. been a very long year. Um, and I guess the last thing we can get into, I know we're running up on time, but the last thing we can get into is, of course, due to the coronavirus, due to everybody staying inside, there has been, you know, 
a lot of a lot of angst online and offline. And with mm-hmm. that angst, we were able to see an uprising around police violence because that angst was yeah. kind of already there. And then when you have situations like come well coming into COVID, you had situations like Ahmad Aubrey, um, uh, or sorry, both of John who was shot in his own house eating ice cream. And then you have Ahmad yeah. Aubrey, you have uh, Breonna Taylor, and then you have George Floyd. And that kind of all kind of creates this crescendo where you know people are out in the streets. So we have we have COVID going on. We got the face of the workplace changing. We have movies changing, social media changing, celebrity changing. And then we have activism, you know, out on the streets where people protested probably every single day of the summer somewhere in the nation. And that was something that was something beautiful to see for a bad mm-hmm. reason. Um, yeah. I'm glad people got out and, you know, got out in the streets and was like, look, this is what we want. We're tired of this. You know what I'm saying? But sadly, we shouldn't need to do that. But, you know, people got out. And then, you know, of course, with the with the coming election, you had that swirling as well. So you had a lot of political activism, activity and conversation this year as well, because being an election year on top of all of the protests that were going on due to police violence made this a very powder keg of a year you know what I'm saying? Yeah. and you know we're still gonna see where this where this goes as far as like qualified immunity um uh defunding the police uh diverting resources to other people um to other services um and also whether police will be that you know commit these acts of violence are punished to the letter of the law things of that nature so there's a lot that, you know, people are still going through on an emotional side that kind of doesn't have to do with COVID, but has been exacerbated by it. So this, it's been a long year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I totally forgot about that. You know what it is? It's like when you think about COVID, you forget that all these things did happen in 2020. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. The protests did happen. George Floyd. Because it um, seems the, the, it the, seems so long ago because so much stuff has happened this year. Yeah. Like it's easy to be like, didn't, did, was George Floyd last year? Or you'll be like, was this last year? Was this, hold on, what year was this? Because, <laughs> yep. like you said, the 20 years of 2020. <laughs> yep. It is so true, man. Like, I don't like, if you really think about it, like the best, the highs and lows of 2019, 2018, nothing in my mind compares to now. Like all the stuff that's happening now is just like insane. Yeah, because it it seems like it's a sort of like a, a, a boiling point for what's been going on the last, say, five or so years. Picture this, like half the nation was at home Getting getting unemployment checks, and on top of that, stimulus money because nobody could work. Yeah, you know? I don't think I think it's unprecedented if that ever happened like that. I don't think that's ever happened before, where you're quarantined in your own house. You can't. You couldn't even go out only to get groceries and come back home. Like, yeah, because everybody like, was sequestered. Yeah. yeah, it's like well, I mean, to a certain degree, I mean, you could go well and see. Also, state to state, it differs. Like in California, nobody was like forced to stay home, I guess. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, they did try to make sure they shut down any kind of, I guess you could say like recreational stuff. Like they closed parks, um, bars and stuff like that um, and made sure that any restaurants were only takeout, um, like takeout only. Um, because it's like the idea is like the more the only way you can spread a virus is by being with people. So if you're not around people, <laughs> then we can slow it down and try to catch up. And we've seen through videos this week, you know, at least from California hospitals, where they have people outside the hospital in beds because there's there's beds all the way up and down the hallway. People are sick everywhere, and it looks like something from a movie. And the the only good thing is, and I, I know this is, a, it's bad to say this is a good thing, but thank God the death rate is as low as it is, even though the death rate is high. Like the death rate is like, because a lot of people were saying, oh, it's just like the flu. It's like, no, the death rate is actually like three times the flu, um, three, almost four times the flu. But I mean, it's only about three, it's like three and some like 3.1%, you know, like lethal. Imagine if this was six, seven, even 10%. It could be worse. Like, and I know this sounds bad and I'm not, I'm not going to stay on this point forever. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to get people down, but what if this was 15, 20% lethal? Like this would be crazy. Like this, like this could, it could be much worse. Like saying yeah, this was right. like 15%, 20% lethal. Like, this would be yeah. crazy. So, it, you know, I think even though we're seeing these videos and we're hearing from, you know, nurses and doctors that are on the ground dealing with this around the nation, I don't think it's hitting home because the death rate isn't so high. You know, people like, oh, you know, because the number, I think, unfortunately, when it comes to Americans, and there is an, there is an arrogance that comes with being an American to a certain degree. Um, mm-hmm. I think the number is so big that it means nothing. And I know that sounds weird, but we've seen people, I mean, I'm sure you've seen people on Facebook that just, you know, weeks or months ago were like, hey man, this is this is all fake and false. And then their uncle gets it and they're like, hey guys, COVID is real. Yeah, dummy, it was real back then too. Like it, it was real before your uncle got it. Like he was like, <laughs> that's how he got it because it was real. Like, you know, because I've seen a lot of posts this year that are like, yo, man, you know, you got to take this seriously. It's like, yeah, no, no, we know you need to take it seriously. (laughs) Like, we know it. (laughs) That is so true, man. (laughs) But yeah, like that, um, I guess, I guess, all right, well, I'll, I'll turn this, you know, so we can end on this. We're coming into a new year. Yeah. With, with all that has gone on in 2020, is there something that you can say, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful or, or something that I want to change or something that happened in 2020 that I want to, to change around? First of all, before we end this, I'm going to say the best thing, you know, 2020 is a shithole. But the best thing that came out of 2020 was seeing Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. <laughs> that, had, that had me bawling like a baby, man. And just that scene, <laughs> you know, with Din Djarin and Grogu, I'm, I'm, I'm man enough to admit. I cried. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't like, <laughs> but I was. Drop like, that, low, that, that one tear, that strong tear. 
uh, two or three tears, man, it was coming down. I was like, oh my God. I'd like, like, and I'm glad I'm not the only one because when I seen like reactions, there's other people who had that same reaction. So I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, that's the Luke Skywalker we should have had at The Last Jedi. That's Luke Skywalker we should have had in the sequels. You know, like, it just it brought all my childhood. I don't know. I don't know why I, I was affected like that, but I was just like, wow. But I think to me, like, 2020, like, seeing Luke Skywalker again, even though it was the face wasn't, it was digitized CGI, that, to me, that was the yeah, highlight. Yeah, it was still the character. Yes, yes. In 20, you know, 2020 kinda... did have some dope stuff. It's not that it's not that nothing good happened this year. It's just that it was heavily overshadowed by by yes. the things that we've talked about already. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's see, for me, I'd say you know Star Wars, of course. Star Star Trek Discovery is dope as well. Um, yeah. Supernatural ended in a way where I'm like, ah, well, you know, it wasn't my favorite end, but I, I was satisfied with it. Um, yeah. We got a new album from Nas and Busta Rhymes in the same year, so that's good. Um, <laughs> so we got we got <laughs> some stuff that was decent. You know what I'm saying? I've done a lot of work. I've seen you grow uh, this year yeah. as far as like the amount of interviews you're doing and the content you're putting out. I've had a chance to grow as well. So there's been there's been some dope stuff, you know what I'm saying? And watching, you know, watching our kids grow and stuff, seeing, you know, seeing your little girl on Instagram getting big and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> so there, yeah, are, like, there are some good things. Yeah, like you know, the ship keeps moving, you know, like all the stuff that we're dealing with, like with um COVID and just like living life, trying to get money to get gas, getting money for food and working is like we're still hustling, you know, we're still doing yeah. our thing. And, you know, like this is the COVID is part of our lives now, but it's just like we just gotta like just keep trying to have some kind of normalcy. We may not have a movie theater anymore, but we got streaming, we got Netflix, we got. Um, Hulu, you know, Amazon, Tubi, there's a lot of yeah. stuff out there. There's a lot of content out there, you know? So it's 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 there meant to be watched. Like, there's movies that, like, I normally wouldn't watch that I've watched because of COVID because there's nothing new on. Like, oh, let me check this out. And, you know, like now, like, there's a show that came out on Netflix called Grand Army from Grand Army Plaza. It's like a raunchy like a abrasive New York show, which is basically in the heart of Brooklyn. So it's like, and, oh, I, and I know, I know you love a New York show, so I know you happy. Yes, yes. <laughs> and oh, speaking speaking of, speaking of New York, so on um, on New York show, have you seen the movie Soul? New York is depicted so well in that movie Soul. Soul's a great movie, but the way they animated New York is New York to a T, especially the Spanish bodegas. Same. I it's crazy. Cool. Word up, word up. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. But like, yeah, you know, we got soul, you know, for 2020, you know, we got Wonder Woman, yeah. which you know it's okay, you know. I'm actually, you know, I'm something. actually higher on Wonder Woman than other people are. And really? The funny yeah, I'm high I'm on the second watch, I actually like it more than I liked it in the first place. Like, I mean I, I understand people's criticisms of it. It just doesn't hit me the same way. Um, like yeah. it, like the neg- the negatives that they have on the film, I see them, and you know what I'm saying. Like I, I see what they're talking about, but it just doesn't it doesn't affect me 
as harshly as it does for them. So yeah, yeah, it, like you know, you're not hating on it. Like oh my god, this thing yeah, it just doesn't. Wonderful. It does yeah. doesn't affect me the same. Like I'm like oh cool, yeah, I see what you mean right there. It just doesn't. It just doesn't drop my score, I guess, as much as it drops theirs. But yeah, yeah. I've been like, on the second watch. I actually enjoyed it more. I was like, yo, this is. I'm, I'm digging it, so I'm I'm in. I'm in. So I I know I know that's not the fa- the the positive thing or the the popular thing to say, but I'm in on Wonder Woman too, or Wonder Woman. Oh, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You think you enjoyed it more because you have nothing to compare it to because there hasn't been a new release of anything of a superhero form, or you think you enjoyed it as 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 a sequel movie? Like you know how some sequels are. Eh? They're not as good as the first, but it's passable. Did you enjoy it like that? Um, I guess, well, I enjoyed it just straight off of the the fact that I think that this is a sequel that makes sense in the okay. in her, like in the in the period of life that she's in. So yeah, like I'm I'm definitely I'm not skewed or like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, kind of like swayed by the amount of, you know, comic book films that come out. Um, so like that doesn't really affect me. But I definitely, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think it makes sense for her character to be where she is as far as like, you know, her emotional position and her like, you know, outward look on life in this, in this film. Um, But that doesn't mean that I don't see, you know what I'm saying? Like the, uh, like the, like the, uh, the technical issues or like the flaws in the film. I just, for me, the lessons that are taught and learned by the characters outweigh any negatives that I really have with the movie. Um, So, yeah, yeah. Especially the lesson at the beginning of the movie. Um, Because I'm a big proponent of being your child's parent and not your child's best friend. And not saying that you can't have fun with your child, but sometimes when a hard lesson needs to be taught, there's a lot of parents that shy away from it. It's like, no, you need to teach this lesson so they don't grow up and be a douchebag in the office. So, <laughs> so <laughs> and that's just being real. Teach your kid this lesson so they don't be getting on my nerves at work. <laughs> well, I guess that's a kind of positive outlook to it. Oh man, but but yeah. With with that said, um, I guess I'll say for the coming year, uh, I would like to say that everything will get fixed. But I, I'll I'll say I hope that in the coming year, that what people expect to be, um, a positive changing of the guard. I hope everything works out for them. I'll say that. I think yeah. that's if if it works out, then it'll be good. I'm usually saying don't keep your hopes up, but you know what? I'll say it this time. I'll say I hope everything works out. Uh, but for me, I'd say if we can get if we can get a few steps closer to true justice for everybody that people have been marching for and fighting fighting about. We'll we'll be all right because we already get Matrix Four and Dune and everything. So on the movie side, I'm good. Disney Disney just need to follow Warner Brothers and put that stuff on Disney Plus and don't charge nobody thirty dollars for it. So yeah, I'm already getting my TV and my movies. So now you know what I'm saying get out there, 
give me give me my uh, defunding the police, you know, in uh, qualified immunity, and um, give it to these cops that don't know what they know how to act. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and then I don't know another season of Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, no, I totally get it, man. Especially like with Disney Plus, like if there's no movie theaters, just do what Warner Brothers did and just put all the movies on Di- on Disney. Like, you know how long I've been waiting to see Black Widow? Yeah, and, Black like, Widow should have been out. Yeah, they said it'll be in theaters. We don't even know if we're going to have theaters, you know? <laughs> like when they had the whole Disney conference thing, whatever, that the, what is it, that the presentation where it was like Black Widow will be shown in theaters. Like, uh, do, do they know something I don't know? Because yeah, as far as like, I know, I don't think there'll be theaters anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, it's like they, and they kind of missed their window. There was, there was a couple of times when I was talking about Black Widow, I was like, what, Disney should do is like Monday before whatever, what was it? The 17th or whatever the Monday before the Monday, like two weeks before uh, Christmas, they should have been like, yo, you know what? We're dropping black widow tonight. So they could get out before wonder woman or what they could have did is today. They could have been like, you know what guys, like just put it in a tweet. Like, you know what? Wonder woman has inspired us. We were glad to see Warner brothers hold it down and do this. You know what? Black Widow tonight, and that like people would have went crazy. They would be like, "Oh snap, Black Widow's out!" So, yo, know, I'm like, "Yo, just put it out. Y'all got the service. Y'all got the movies. Put it out." Yeah, like what I don't understand with Black Widow. Like, do you have to see Black Widow first to know what happens in um, Winter Soldier and 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 the Falcon? Like, because probably, wasn't it supposed to? Be there's probably some weird before? reference or something like that. It there's probably some weird reference or. Some you know some post credit scene that's because you know how they tie everything together so well. Yes, because uh, it was supposed to be released first before that. Yeah, but and now it's like gonna be released after that. So like, I, I, I'm not sure. You know, I don't. I I guess they know what they're doing unless they like mess around with like you know scenes or whatnot. But as far as I was like read about like you know black. The Black Widow movie, there's a scene there that leads into Falcon and the Winter Soldier that carries over or certain characters or whatnot. But this is like if it's gonna be released later, is is it gonna make any sense? Like I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, man. I, I just want this stuff to come out. Like just go in and drop it. We're all at home, we're all waiting, we're all excited about it. Like just drop it. Even the Sony movies on Morbius and Venom, like this, it should have been out, <laughs> you know. Like we waited so long. Yeah, it's man. Like, it's like put that stuff out so we can so we can enjoy it. Even the Universal, um, the Universal movies like Fast and Furious. I want to know what happened with Han. Uh, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still stuck on that. Crazy Han boy. Because it's like, hold yeah. on, Han. Okay, all right. Well, let's see. Okay, all right. let's see what happens. Yeah, Han is back. You know, Han's maybe alive. maybe it's a weird prequel. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you know. Yeah, or you know, he faked his he faked his death for some reason, like uh, some like convoluted story, you know. <laughs> Waiting for the Fast and Furious, Every, everybody keeps saying like the last one they're gonna be in space. So let's see if that happens. Yo, right, they go know? to space. I'll be like, yo, y'all just did it. <laughs> y'all did it, man. You did it. You made it. Well, they drove cars in the ice, whatever they were at. I forgot the was a Fate of the Furious. I forgot yeah. where. I forgot where they were at. Where it was like icy, like you know. Y'all love yeah, man. man. They they raced against a submarine. That's that you can't beat that. You can't beat that. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, you know, and, and Dominic Toretto drew down with a MI X, uh, one of those MI five. What was it? Um, Decker Shaw. He was like a MI agent or whatever. Yeah, didn't he stomp he on the down. ground and make like the the pavement break? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he did Hulk. He did Hulk smash. That's what he did. Yo, he Hulk smashed the ground. Like, yo, that's it. That's we done. That's the show. Hulk smashed the ground. That's it. We done. Oh man. <laughs> so with that said, uh, where where can the wonderful people find you online? Um, you can check me on on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Trivia. I'm on Facebook. My name is Irfan Guzman. On Twitter, it's DA Atomic Podcast, The Atomic Podcast. I'm on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Um, yeah, um, check me out. There's interviews there that I have up. Hopefully, there'll be uh, some new content in 2021. And yeah, that's it, man. 2020. And how about the man, the myth, the legend, Nerd Soul, Michael Young? Oh, boy. N-E-R-D-S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube is the hub. Hit that thumbs up if you like what you're seeing. Hit that thumbs down if you don't. But if you hit that thumbs down, I'm going to send Dominic, Dominic Toretto after you. And he lives, his life, he lives his life one quarter mile at a time, man. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want yeah. it. So, of course, podcasts, <laughs> wherever you listen to them. Spotify for that music, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? We thank you for rolling through. And from us to you, we're just saying peace. And happy new year. Yeah.